Well, hello. Hey. How are you doing? Good. So, if you can introduce yourself, mm-hmm. um, welcome to the lunch table, first and foremost. Thank you. And I'm sitting here with... Simone. Simone? Yeah. Okay, I've been saying it wrong in my head this whole time. Oh, that's okay. Okay, and can you pronounce your last name that you go by? Well, I'm actually going by just Simone now. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw that, but I was like... I know. Yeah. It's because, like, okay, so Bizu. That's how you pronounce it. Okay. Um... I just felt like, you know, people were like, oh, Simone Biscuit. Like, Simone really? Basaus. And I was just like... Yeah, I wasn't butchering it that bad in my <laughs> brain. I, I was close. It's, I mean, I just felt like I'd rather have... You know how... Okay, what's the most catchy thing? Like, what's the what's things that are trendy that people catch on to? It's things that, like, you see and you know what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Like Apple, like out of Apple. I felt like Bizu was almost taking away from like you being able to get me. Mm. You know, it was like, oh, she's got this weird last name. Like, I don't even know how to say this. How do I say it? That makes sense. So. And it's crazy that like you just came up with it. It wasn't, because most people I talk to and they change their name. It's like someone told them like, hey, maybe you should change it. Yeah. But for you to like notice it and acknowledge it, that's what made it pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just Simone, and um, it's Simone because it's French. Mm-hmm. So my father's French, my mother speaks French, and I'm French as well. Really? Yeah. So um, like growing up, I would always change my last name, or like change. I ha- I have six names. Oh, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> so like I would just play around with it, um, but yeah. Um, where are you from? I am from Chicago. I was born and raised in Chicago. What side? Uh, Northwest, like near Lantec. Okay, okay. So, um, kind of a Latino community. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I moved back to France when I was three months old with my family. And then um, we came back for kindergarten. And then I attended a school from kindergarten through eighth grade where I would come an hour early mm-hmm. and, like, do half of my day in French and half of my day in English. Really? So I'm learning, like, math, science, vocabulary. I've noticed that with a lot things. of, like, schools here in Chicago. That yeah? They teach kids, like, if you can speak two languages, mm-hmm. that they teach you, like both things English I'm surprised because it's really rare that I see that I don't know I, one of the kids that I work with okay. she's like yeah I have to take uh, math and uh-huh. then I also have to go to a class to take French and she's in elementary school yes I think I want to say second grade okay well there are two French schools that do do that I just don't know one that's like for Spanish I don't mm. know one that's for Polish okay. or Russian it I is, only know the French. It's so interesting that yeah. schools take the time out to do that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think that, you, yeah, you definitely pay, mm-hmm. you know, for that experience. And there's actually, like, a lot of rules. Like, you have to have, when I was in it, you, you had to have at least one citizen of France parent, like a really? French citizen. Yeah. Wow. Now it's both. You have to have both of your parents. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. It's intense. I think it just takes away from, like, people who, like, ugh, education in America, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. When, when I don't know, if you, when you were in high school, did you take any languages? No. I should no? have. 
Regardless, your friends who took languages, mm -hmm. maybe they took Spanish. Yes. Okay. They probably studied for four years, you know, throughout the Spanish. Like, okay, Spanish, one, two, three, four. Um, but I feel like, you know, they probably know just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, even though they studied, like, the way that people teach languages in at least CPS for sure. But obviously we know that it's all around America. That's true. Um, just, you know not like they teach you for memory like can you memorize all this and then the mm -hmm. next week test that's true as opposed to like can you be able to communicate a year from now with people who speak this way that's it's like really cool that you just noticed that or that you have noticed yeah that. yeah because some people bring it up and then some people miss the mark of even understanding it. yeah so i want to jump into i'm sorry oh, no, I'm no 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 okay. it's like a great introduction actually okay. um the album mm -hmm. I want to call it Simone yeah. yep. so I listen to that I want to mm -hmm. say front to back Bizu? yes okay so Bizu, Simone Bizu. Mm -hmm. um I listen to it front to back and then again mm -hmm. it's really good okay thanks could you tell me a little bit more about it or just tell me about it okay because um, I know from what I've just been listening I feel like mm -hmm. I know your life now but what was the process of that and what made you even like come up with it um so, Bizu, um, I even almost went by Simone at that point, like, really? because it was Bizu. Okay, okay. And I didn't want it to be Simone Bizu with Bizu, but, mm -hmm. like, whatever. Bizu was just, like, an intro to me as a person entering, like, the music industry. Um, I really just felt the need to do it. I have a lot of friends who make music mm -hmm. and um, are very talented and are at a way higher level than I am. And so I wanted to be able to still put my personality into it and my life into it because I felt like they wanted me to do it on my own. Like I wasn't really getting much help. Um, and they wanted me to, they wanted to see me thrive like without on my own that period so I feel like I really you know once I got into college so I went in with a theater major mm -hmm. and by the end of freshman year I switched to a music really so I was getting my arts bachelor's of science in arts management with the certification in music as opposed to theater and you know I told you I've been acting like mm -hmm. I love theater but it was just something about music right now that was calling me that I just you know felt I don't know the word but do you have anybody in your family that has no. music really mm -mm. so how did it come about just from acting to music that's like a big change of two things that don't really mesh 100% so were you just, like, randomly singing? and then So, like I mean, you know, like I said, you know, when I was a young little girl, like, I would literally take, I think it was the Britney Spears album that came out before the Beyonce album. But I bought, I bought both, you know, <laughs> Crazy in Love, and then Britney's was, I can't even remember the name of the actual CD. And this is like early two thousand. Super early, yeah. So what was that like? Um, Might have been circus been like or earlier. Like that. Oh. Wait, circus is that what? The Britney Spears one with um like oops, I did it again. Oh no, you're way that's yeah, way early even, Britney Spears. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyways, so we took those, like, Lucky was a great song, and I would literally just, like, listen, like, just, I was obsessed. Mm -hmm. And I made dance, a dance for, like, most of the songs, had my two friends learn the dance, and we'd all be, like, fake singing with microphones <laughs> and dancing and perform mm -hmm. it for our parents. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like the coolest thing and also like I didn't really tell people about it you know as a kid growing up being born in 1993 like we did, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was in eighth grade maybe mm -hmm. social media I mean we like would log into Facebook but it was illegal at that point you know because yeah. you're supposed to be in college mm -hmm. so um, 12 year olds now are like super makeup and they have the ability to spread like what they're doing way further than we did mm -hmm. back then so nobody really knew I mean I wasn't like a super popular kid I wasn't I was doing plays in school um, you know musicals but I didn't really I didn't like musicals mm -hmm. I didn't I don't know my mom, she would play Sade for me oh, when wow. I was when she was pregnant with me. Like she'd put the earphones on her belly, mm -hmm. and um, I grew up with a lot of like the Gypsy Kings and Roy Orbison. So even though people in your family don't sing, you still grew up with like influences, right? I um, still grew up with like music um, since the womb, yeah, so, right. Like, <laughs> and then. Um, in high school is when I got introduced, like really introduced mm -hmm. to rap. Really? And I was just in love. Um, side note, I have been dancing since I was like four as well. Okay. Like, I did not fuck with ballet. I was super into hip hop, super into <laughs> tap dance. And that was like my thing. Break dance too. Mm -hmm. But hip hop was like, hip hop was my thing. Mm -hmm even after tap. And um, so that's kind of how I got into music. Like it was a lot of like what I decided to do had music with it. Um, I skipped fourth grade to go um, perform at the Goodman Theater for a year. I was in a play there. Like just the whole grade, just like fourth I failed, grade. I failed oh, fourth okay. grade because I, like I just pass. wasn't there, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't there. I mean, eventually my mom argued mm -hmm. that, like, you know, that wasn't fair, yeah. and I still was doing my homework, so mm -hmm. they should let me pass. So they did. But, oh. I mean, I originally failed. <laughs> so, but for a good cause. Like, right. For a good reason. Right. I mean, I don't regret that at all, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. it was so cool. I had, like, my dressing room was, like, number one dressing room. Oh, okay. It was dope. Um, but it just, it really just, like, put me in a whole different place like I, I never really connected with people of my age you know mm -hmm. I never really like had a bunch of friends um, so because I just wasn't doing anything with them you know like they'd go have sleepovers and I was like doing auditions or playing tennis mm -hmm. or taking piano lessons voice lessons like so you're like surpassing them and what they were doing but I didn't really know it yeah. I, f I felt like I was out Mm -hmm. Of like I felt like I wasn't cool. The outsider, right? Of the group. Yeah. 
nothing's wrong with it. You just already had, you already knew what I, you wanted right. to do. Yes. But obviously being a kid, you know, you don't really know that. You just think, oh, they're popular. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I was them. But, um, but yeah, so then in high school, um, I feel like I got into Kanye West. I got into hip hop, like rap. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I was listening to hip hop before, like yeah, when I was dancing. But um, I feel like Kanye West, like that was a big that was a big moment for me is when I found Kanye West. And um, it's also different to dance to hip hop and like listen to like what um, a, a man growing up on the south side of Chicago is interested in in terms of rap. Like mm-hmm. it's different. Like. You don't really dance to Biggie. I mean, you can. You can, but it's a different. But that's not feeling. what's being played in your dance class. Mm-hmm. So, it was just cool to have like to to have friends who brought like new perspectives of hip hop and rap to me, and then also like me break dancing and like having that already in my system. Mm-hmm. And then I started making music with my friends in high school. Then my mom was like, both of my parents, they were like, you know, you got to go to college. Like, that's not even an option. <laughs> Just got to go. Right. So went to college. Everybody who was making music, um, most of them didn't go to college. They just stayed in Chicago and kept working on music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was kind of hard because I was the only one who was in my school that I knew. Anyways... I kept making music on my own. I'd find like instrumentals on SoundCloud Mm -hmm. or like DJ remixes. Mm -hmm. And I would just sing to them and record like in that type of earphone in my computer to GarageBand. And um, I started kind of getting some plays on SoundCloud. Like each song had like 1.5K plays. Really? And um, then I was like, dang, like, I like this. I kind of, like, I like it. Mm-hmm. Then that's when I switched the major, and then I found um, a bunch of friends who were also interested in making music, and we, like, I literally lived with them, basically, just because we were making music, like, 24-7. Like, you know, you'd go to class, you'd come back and make mm-hmm. more music. Go to a party, come back, make more music. So Parties music, at the crib. Just music all the time. Yeah. Because now you're living with people who right. make music. We ha- And they have a whole studio and stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it's like basically set. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that's when I started Bizu. That's when you started it? Yeah. So like, in what, college. in college? Okay. Yeah. And then, um, you know, maybe I had like 50 songs. Um and then I got it, I came back to Chicago one summer and got it mixed. And I just didn't like it. I didn't like how it sounded. So I kind of scrapped that and took, like, my favorite songs, kind of, like, reorganized them so that they had more structure. Because mm-hmm. um, I felt like I was lacking in the structure area. Okay. Like, I always had, I always was felt like I was good at songwriting, but mm-hmm. it was, like, the structure of, like, you know, verse chorus verse chorus type shit so um did that uh became a part of remix i have you heard of remix the remix project so 
Originally, it started in Toronto. Um, E-40 came out of there. Drake's. Um, Jesse Reyes okay, came yeah. out of there. So that's the Toronto, and they've been open for, like, maybe, I think it's over 10 years now. And then they opened one in Chicago in Lacuna Lofts um, three years ago. So I was in round two in their second year, mm-hmm. and now they're on their third year. And so basically they gave me... If I was going to be in the space for 10 hours a week minimum, I could get three hours a week of free studio recording. Really? But to me, I was like, three hours a week? You know, I want to do this every day. Like, I need more time. So they gave me a deal, and I basically paid extra and got my whole album finished in, like, two months. Oh, wow. And it's like a nine-month program. So then I spent more time, like, planning on how to market it and, like, what do I have to do to get it on iTunes and how do you make cover art and, like, stuff like that. So then I think it was September 9th, or no. I had my listening party July 8th mm-hmm. on my at my parents' restaurant. Of this year? Or 2016. Oh, so last year. Mm-hmm. And then September 9th, it actually dropped of last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, about a little over a year later, I'm putting out my second project. And um, I don't know if I'm getting into another question or not. I guess I'm leaving Bizu. Bizu was just... I mean, you answered, like, <laughs> half of the questions I had. Okay. No, which was good. Okay. Um, made my job way easier. Okay. Um, I wasn't going to cut you off. I just want to know, before we get into the EP, Ready. ready with Bizu, what was it? Can you have, like, Taylor Bennett on it? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another person that's featured on it. Is it? Breddale. So Breddale is also from Remix. Really? He is so talented. He actually just got signed to Sony. Um, he is a singer, a rapper, an engineer, and a producer. Wow. Like, he literally... And you know what's so insane is that I met him be- when I went to go interview with Remix. Mm-hmm. But I met him at the bathrooms because I was trying to find the bathroom. And I was like, yo, like, you know, I just went to the bathroom. This building is so confusing. Like, do you know where this thing called Remix is? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll walk you up. So he walked me up and he was like, you know, come go up one floor and come to the studio so I can show you after you're done with your interview. I was like, word, dope. Like, so nice, thank you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, did the interview. They, you know, it was cool, I couldn't tell. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't tell. But I was like, you know, I think they liked me. Looks cool. So I went up to the studio, and we literally made In My Feelings that awesome. day. And it, it was so, like... It was such a vibe, you know, just being able to, like, create with somebody the day that you meet them. Like, that has never happened with somebody else. And, um, yeah, so. I want to know about, because it's, like, a really complex album. That's the right word to use. It is. I mean. Because it has, like, a switch from, like, track three 
And then, like, once it goes from one, two, and three, then mm-hmm. maybe four, it completely switches. Yeah. Which is good, because then mm-hmm. you're getting, like, a different EP yeah. or album. Yeah. But it's like, whoa, this yeah. completely switched. So I want to know about your first track on there, mm-hmm. like, Thank You. So, yeah, that's all in French. That was an intro that I produced. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it either. I was listening to it. I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. And did not understand any of it. Yeah. But... I liked it. So it's basically saying, it was even longer, but we ended up cutting it down just because people don't understand it. (laughs) But um, it's basically saying, you know, you may feel different, but Mm -hmm. that's for a reason. And, um, you know, I have my song Reason on there. Mm -hmm. And it was just like to connect everything, to show you the French side of me. And to show you, like, where my head's at. Like, you know, I'm. this is kind of like a piece of art that I've been working on. And I had, like, the little cafe music. The video that we shot was shot at the my parents' restaurant. And, um, like, right on the river, the Chicago Riverwalk. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I mean... It's like a great opener. Yeah. I just wanted to know, why would you put the thank you at the beginning? Because it's like, whoa, she's already thanking us for listening to it. Before you explained it, that's how I felt about it. And I'm, I felt like I really like this, mm-hmm. even though I don't know what she's saying. So the, the album that I scrapped mm-hmm. was called Thank You For Listening. Oh. And then I was like... I was just getting a lot of feedback by people who were like, you know, it's kind of corny, like, I just don't know. Anyways, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make it the intro. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And it's a good intro. Yeah. Um, I want to mention... And also, like, it's it takes a lot for somebody to really, like, finally, like, actually put that shit out. Because so it seems like such a personal project. Yeah, it was. It, how long did it take to make... I think you've answered it, but how long did it take to make Vizu that I've heard and other people have heard? Um, Since you had scrapped a completely different album. Four years. Four years. People have told me that I'm like, I remember I had one producer who was like, you're crazy. Like, how can you work on one song for three years? And I just was in a headspace where like, you know, I was just trying to create, um, I just... You know, there was pressure on me coming from, like, people who are already so good at the music, and, like, I didn't want to put something out that was whack. But then it was also, like, I don't have that many resources, and, you know, I'm just trying to make something that, to me, I still have my heart in it. That's what it felt like. Like, it's emotional, but it's not emotional where I want to cry. It's Mm -hmm. emotional where you can tell you actually genuinely cared about this. Yeah. And you really put, like, a lot into it. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the song, Come and See Me. Okay. Um, that so was a newer song. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, Maybe one of my favorites. I don't yeah. know. I've listened to it a like lot five of people times. like that. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it was just, to be honest, I was listening to my friend's song that he made, and... Um, I was listening to one of Chance's songs. I was listening to um, Smoke Break. Okay. So it is a newer song. Uh Uh-huh. And 
we had just came back from MCD. My friend Jake gave me some shrooms. <laughs> but only like a little, like one shroom. Mm -hmm. Maybe like one and a half. Like two at the most. But they were like little ones. And I've done shrooms twice before, but you usually do like, you know, uh, an eighth or something. Mm -hmm. Anyways... I'm listening to it and I'm sitting in the shower and I'm like seeing just like things on the wall like as I'm just like because I was sitting on the floor of the shower mm -hmm. and I was just like really like just meditating and like thinking on everything and um, that song just really inspired me like that's one of my favorite songs that he's made because it's catchy, but yet, like, I so feel it. And um, I had, I was going through something with a, a previous person that I was dating, and I felt like my emotions were just kind of coming out. Um, I felt like it was like a letter to someone. Yeah. And you don't have to talk about it. You don't want no, to. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but that's how I felt about it. I'm like, wow, this is really good. I literally wrote it. I took the, I was listening to the beat, and I was literally, like, crying. Like, crying out the words. Really? Like, I wish you could come and see me. And, um, it was, like, I was, like, I was bawling my eyes out. And then, like, you know, I have the voice memo, even. And you can hear that my, that, like, it's not exactly on beat, but then I like changed it to come on beat, and um, I'll pull it up later to show you. But, Such a good song. But yeah, so that was you know it was just about like yeah it was kind of like a goodbye letter, but at the same time being like you know I wish that shit went right but mm -hmm. you know things happen for a reason always and I'm glad that you know we aren't together anymore I think we're both like happy um but I feel like you always have those moments where you're like I wish you would have just loved me you know but yeah wow Mm -hmm. has such a deep meaning behind it. Like, you know, you listen to a song, and you're like, wow, this is a deep song. Mm -hmm. But then now then you hear talk, about it, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, this song is actually, like, it has an impact to yeah. it. Like, you don't know. I could walk past somebody who might listen to your music, and they're mm -hmm. like, this really impacted my life. Mm -hmm. So that's how I felt about it. I'm like, wow, this is a really good song. And I don't Thank say that you. about a lot of people's songs. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, I want to talk about, really briefly, Taylor Bennett being okay. on. How did that work out? How did that um, even come into, like, how did that happen? I mean, I've known him since he was, like, a little boy. Really? Um, uh, Chance has been uh, one of my close friends for a long time. We both went to high school and stuff together. Oh, yeah, jump. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was really just, like, he was starting to get into music as well. Like, he was getting ready to drop his first tape or album. I was... And, um, yeah, I mean, it was really simple. That, and I don't even want to talk about it a lot. Okay. Um, how does that happen? You have one friend you know, 
then it's like, okay, he makes music. Then he blows up, like, mm -hmm. blows up. Then he has a sibling, mm -hmm. and he's blowing up. Mm -hmm. So is that, like, inspiration of just, Well, like, he hadn't blown up yet. He was point. just getting into music. Because Taylor is taking, it's been, like, a minute. He's, mm -hmm. like, just, I don't want to put him as new to music, mm -hmm. but he's been doing music for a long time. Mm -hmm. But um, But now he's, like, I think off to L.A. So how does that happen? Like, what... How do you see it? Because now it kind of goes into the connection of you're in college and then your friends have blown up and who knows who else you might know. Mm -hmm. Like, making it. So, yeah. um, how does that happen? How does it happen? Like, yeah. how does it feel? Like, how does it feel, I think, is a better way of asking. A better question. Um, you're obviously next. Um, from listening to, listening to this, I really felt it. Okay. But, um, yeah, just knowing two people and then now they're successful, how does that feel? You know, a lot of our friends um, are kind of at that point um, where they're, like, touring all over the world and stuff. I mean, we were all friends. Mm -hmm. Like, Joey Perp, uh, Kami to Chuku. Um, Tokyo, um, no name. Jeez, um, you just know them all. I mean, Take we all time. went to high school together. That's true. So, I think, you know, I'm, like, so happy mm -hmm. for them, and at the same time, it it makes me a little like sometimes I just feel less because I feel like you know I went to college and I missed out on being able to work with them or being able to like work as long as them you know being at this point right now today I see how much it really takes and it takes way more than you think and it takes, like, I have gone through so many situations. Um, you know, it's such a, a male-dominated industry. And, um, and also being somebody who didn't start with them mm -hmm. in terms of, like, staying here and working on music, um, you know, I don't have the upper hand. So... I feel like I'm, sometimes I feel like I'm far behind. I feel like your time is, like, now. After really listening to this project, mm -hmm. the album, and then now actually excited mm -hmm. for the EP, mm -hmm. in which I don't get excited for even famous people like okay. music, mm -hmm. um, who I won't mention. Okay. But it's one of those things where I can feel it. Like, okay, this something great is about to happen. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about. Um, off air mm -hmm. so I feel like it's gonna happen and like you said to me I think mm -hmm. everything just comes around and happens for a reason yeah so. I mean I, I wholeheartedly agree with that you know and I'm just trying to like stay true to myself mm -hmm. and and you know just like keep my feet on the floor because you know I I've seen it I know what it looks like mm -hmm. and um it can get really crazy. 
I bet. And, like, obviously it can be so fucking amazing. <laughs> so, you know, just trying to, like, get there on my own, out the mud. That's it. That's really it. I want to jump into, because um, you brought up some great points. Okay. I feel like I haven't had the interview. Can you just bring up all <laughs> the, you're like, what's the term for it? Um, ventriloquist? Like where you can do means. like two things or numerous things at once, okay. basically. Okay. Interview yourself and answer the questions, which is great because mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here like, wow, just take it all in. Yeah. I want to talk. I want to talk about ready. Okay. How did the name come about? Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to hear. I'm ready to hear. <laughs> so, how did the name come about? Um. So I made a song with Teddy Jackson. Okay. And it's called Ready. And um, originally the album name or EP name, originally it was an album. Then I just cut it up and broke it into two projects. Mm-hmm. That's for another time. But um, I was going to call it saisonné. Uh That means it comes from the word seasoning in mm-hmm. French. And I like made it a little more American saisonné. Anyways, um, I made it with a woman... A friend of mine who um, we ended up um, splitting ways because of various reasons and I just felt like I felt like I wanted to I felt like I had to do something different I felt like I I I didn't want to be stuck in something that like I had made with her and she wasn't even a part of it anymore Mm, she was sense. my creative director and I mean she was amazing at what she did um, but I just felt like since we m- went separate ways that I wanted to I had to like really just fucking go a separate way mm-hmm. so I just remember we were like me and Teddy were talking and um, so he has a company called Do Better Oh wow! it's, um, it's a media media company and I feel like I've heard of this before yeah he has been behind a lot of artists he has worked with Chance he was at the ESPYs singing behind Chance he's been at Coloring Day I mean he has sung at so many things with for Chance um been on a like every song Tokyo um Sterling Sterling Hayes I don't know his name's Teddy Jackson? Mm-hmm, Teddy Jackson. The name sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. So, he's amazing. Um, but anyway, so he helped me basically, like, come up with the new cover art from the photo shoot that I had for the album mm-hmm. of Saisonne. And then um, we, like, we just went with a different picture. You know, we went with something that had my face in it. Um, we went with... Um, a different like marketing scheme and he he, like really helped take over that and um, so we're kind of working together on like ready and and the cover art looks great thank you like it's like neon lights yeah I was like whoa wasn't expecting this (laughs) yeah it's a change because Bizu was very like neutral Mm mm-hmm it's like you 
you know what you're getting in an album, but at the same time you don't. And then with mm-hmm. this one, I'm like, whoa, what is? So yeah, I just I remember we were in his basement talking, and I was you know I was kind of emotional. I was like, you know, I just feel like I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he made me like write three album titles on the board. And then, like, we talked about each one and why. At the end, I was, like, ready. And he was like, look, you've been doing this shit since you don't even know. You know, you have been acting. You have been taking auditions. You you know, everything that I told you, on air, off air. Like, you've been doing it for years. My whole life. And he was like, you're ready. He was like, it's simple. It's to the point, and it's exactly what you are. I feel like anyone could see it and get, okay, ready. And you don't really need, like, a deep explanation for right. it. Like, it has such a deep explanation. Right, explanation. but I could still be like, mm-hmm. I'm ready for this shit, and that's about it. And if someone's like, okay, right. let me listen to the music. Right. Like, it's I'm not, ready too, okay. It's not, like, something hard yeah. that you have to really break down. And I think that's another reason why we went with Nobisu mm. and just Simone. Is that, you know, Simone... She's ready. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, this project, how many songs is on? The six. CP? Six. I was born on May 6th, and six is like a big number for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask, what's next? Once it drops, because it drops, I want to say 11 11. Is that Friday? Saturday. Saturday. Uh-huh. What's next? Once it drops. Not like what's next, Project Class. <laughs> What's next, like, once it drops? So, that videos. Like, the champagne and videos comes out, celebration. Videos are coming. Um, I'm just trying to do, like, a press run, you know? I'm gonna. I'm trying to, like, market it, put out flyers everywhere. Um, you know, I really want to... I just want people to hear it, like... You know, you could have videos, and you could have um, merchandise, and you could have this and that, and you need people to hear it, though. You know, I need the plays. I need DJs to play it. I I need, like, college radio stations to play it. You know, real radio stations won't because I don't have a label. But, you know, it's so garbage. It's stupid. But, you know, sometimes they'll have, like, you know, a little new music, like, so, like, just trying to get those, trying to get DJs, trying to get remixes, um, doing a show in New York, like, having, like, a little pop-up Simone EP party. Uh, then I'm working on one in Paris. Um, really? Yeah. I've been trying to go to Paris. We were going to do it, um, like, close, sir, than New Year's Eve, but I think that... You know, it's just so much money that it has to be way more planned. Mm-hmm. So, um, New Year's Eve, like around New Year's, is when I'm going to go out there and, like, try to get this party going. And I just think that, you know, there's so many, there's been so many obstacles. And it's like, but I'm going to Paris. And, you know, I've been there so many times. Um, but you're, like, having your But this music. is right, yeah. Like, this is huge. Even artists who, quote-unquote, have made it, mm-hmm. they don't even go to that. Like, their label mm-hmm. has to tell them. And you're technically, like, what, independent? Yeah, so Bizu Incorporated is my company. Oh, my gosh, this yeah. is great. Yeah. 
you do the like all your marketing yourself and well so that's do better okay do okay. better is is really like in charge of the marketing and like that's what's up um obviously like you know we're working together but mm -hmm. you know all credit to to do better you know i i it's just hard it's hard to like it seems like it's overwhelming <laughs> yeah. how can you make music live life and yeah. then market yeah um so he's really really helped me are you like independent manager wise or i don't have a manager um manager? i've been wow. through like a couple that just i don't know if it's worth it for me at this right now managers are like trying to put on shoes it's like if it doesn't fit it doesn't fit that's yeah. what i've been hearing by people they're like it doesn't fit well, if it doesn't fit, you know, you should still make music that you're happy with. Yeah. And you're still making music. Yeah. That's, like, really good. Yeah. So what can I expect Saturday um, from Ready? Um, hopefully, whatever neighborhood you live in, if it's between Hyde Park and Logan, you should be seeing posters. Oh, wow. And um, also just being able to, like, really hear the music. Mm -hmm. um, right now it's on pre-order exclusively through iTunes but you know Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal all that will be 1111 1111 wow. um, is also like a special number to me um, so I'm really excited that I got to put it out so um, to wrap it up mm -hmm. well actually I have one more thing okay. your song No Games mm -hmm. was featured on was that 1AM radio mm -hmm. congrats thank um, you I mean, from a person that just does. So it premiered there. It premiered there, mm -hmm. it which premiered is a good song. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, it took like a different shift of the album. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa! It sounds like she's that coming in with like one. a squad of people yeah. to run in somebody's office. Yeah. Um. So that was just good. I just want to give you congrats on that part. But 11, 11 mm -hmm. this Saturday, mm -hmm. we can be prepared. Crazy. To, my life is gonna be. You're changed. like making me excited. <laughs> good. <laughs> Because I really have, like, the album. Yeah. So the EP, I already know it's going to be, like, great. Mm -hmm. So where can everybody find you? Um, social media is the at S-I-M-O-N-E-B-I-S-O-U-S. So everything is still Simone Bizu, but me as an artist is just going by Simone. Which um, is cool. I mean, people will know the difference. Right. Wow. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, on. thank you. It was no so, like, you know. I don't like to interrupt quick. people. I like people to just tell their side of the story and get their life I appreciate that. Up. I appreciate it. So, thank you very much yeah, for being on the show. It's so nice table. meeting you. So, thank you. Lunch table, go lunch table. Stable, go lunch table. Stable, go lunch table. Stable, go lunch table. Stable, go lunch table.